Good morning, everybody. It's Sean Tierney here from the Automation Blog and School. And this is my new live stream of Automation News, the Automation Morning Show. And so, as I talked about previously in the first 70 episodes of the show, I was recording them and then uploading them. And there's a lot of time in there to record, edit, and upload. So I'm trying it out. This is the first time. There could be all kinds of glitches. There could be issues with audio. There could be issues with video. But you got to start somewhere, right? So this will be the first episode back for the Automation Morning Show. And we're going to give it a go and see how it goes. It's a little later than I wanted to get started. But, you know, trying to set up uh, live streams to LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Um, where else is it going? YouTube and uh, other destinations, which ended up not working out this morning. Um, you know, there's a lot to do with that. So in any case, let's go ahead and let's see if we can get this to work and jump into the news here. And uh, we'll start with, let's see, this is what happens in a live show. Sometimes not the right thing is selected. So we'll start with uh, this new story here. ABB announces that they expanded their large robot family with four energy-saving models and up to 22 variants. So that's a huge expansion, right? And if you watch this video here on this page, you will see all the different models and, and, and combinations and whatnot. I thought it was pretty impressive. So I wanted to share that with you. ABB also uh, announced that they're expanding their GOFA line of cobots. Okay, so we've talked about cobots a lot. We've actually had um, manufacturers of cobots on the automation podcast, which is really cool. Uh, Flexive was the last one to come on. And so uh, I thought this was very interesting. I had not seen ABB's line before. So uh, that's another uh, new announcement from ABB. Over at Omron, Omron has announced that they, uh, well, they actually have an article here. And what they're doing is they're talking about using their uh, safety scanner with cobots to improve efficiency and speed up the cobot. So if you have a, a, a safety area sensor scanner there that can make sure nobody's around, your cobot theoretically can go full speed, right? If somebody gets close, it must slow down. So in any case, I thought this was very interesting as well. Now, um, before I go any farther, I just wanted to uh, mention that all of the links to everything I'm talking about will be at the new automate.news website after the show. So I'll, after the show, I'll go up there, I'll add them all, and you'll see them all. It's a completely redesign. It's still a work in progress, but anything I'm having here, don't worry about finding the links. They'll all be at automate.news. So with that, let's go over to Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi announced a new uh, VFD in their FP, I think it was their FR E800 line. This particular model runs on 120 volts AC. So that's very popular with very small machines and are very small facilities, you know, not to have, you know, 40 volt three phase power. So by releasing this new VFD, they're really getting into that low end line. And I think it's great too for training too, because you just throw one on top of the bench and plug it in. Now, even though this is only uh, powered with 120 volts AC, um, what they're saying in here has the same features. This is the FRE810W. It says it has the same features as the FRE800 series, including CC-Link IE TSN, so uh, industrial ethernet with time-sensitive networking. So that's their latest and greatest ethernet network. We have uh, two ethernet ports on this unit, and we also have uh, what they're calling their enhanced predictive maintenance and AI fault diagnostics all built into this unit. So uh, very uh, exciting news there from Mitsubishi. We have had them on the show 
to go through their entire VFD line. So check out the Automation Podcast. I think it was episode, it was like in 49, 50, 51 area where we had uh, Mitsubishi come on. And we'd love to have him come back on, on, on the show and give us an update. So from there, we go over to Wago, who's announced their new 765 series of IO-Link analog converters. Uh, so I thought this was really interesting. What they do, what they are doing here, Wago has this device that allows you to take two 0 to 10 volt um, analog inputs, right? And bring them into IO-Link. They can also go the other way, 0 to 10 volt DC analog outputs to IO-Link, as well as 4 to 20 milliamp analog outputs to IO-Link. So uh, I thought that was very cool. You'll see the three models here. There is uh, one of these combinations is does not exist. So here you can see two-channel analog output, 0 to 10 volts, two-channel log analog output, two-channel analog output, 4 to 20 milliamps. And then we have the two-channel analog input, 0 to 10 volts. So I don't see the input on the 4 to 20, but um, it's a very interesting product. And the goal along with that, Banner recently announced... Um, Banner announced their R95C 8-port, uh, 2-channel, discrete IO-Link hub. So this allows you to do either 16 um, digital ins or 16 digital outs to IO-Link, right? And this is um, a really cool device here if you look at it, right? So it's IP65, 67, and 68 rated, and it also does PNP or NPN. So another excellent IO-Link device. From there, we'll go over to Kiant's announced their new one-click 360-degree scanning uh, product. Now, I think this is really cool, right? So let's say you have some older parts in your inventory. You don't have them in CAD, right? So you could go ahead and uh, scan your, these spare parts in and get them in the CAD so you'll have a, a, a drawing of it. The other thing, too, is I was thinking, like, if you were doing 3D printing, like, how do you know that that part was printed perfectly, Right without going and measuring everything. Well, if it's a complicated product, that could take a lot of time. With this device, if you 3D printed a complex product, you could then scan it back in to make sure that it, it matched your specs. So I thought it was a very cool product. And um, um, this is the, let's see what it is. It's a 3D scanner CMMVL-700. From there, we go over to Grace Technologies and they announced that they had purchased Perpetua. Okay, and I thought this was very interesting, and I started looking into what is this product line, and um, they say it's reliable power for wireless sensors, and um, replaces the need for batteries or battery charging. And as I started digging into this, what they do here is you can see this device has all these prongs coming off of it or rods coming off of it, and what they do here is they generate electricity or current from the heat difference of the ambient air, which is which is where these uh, prongs come in in whatever it's uh, mounted to. Maybe it's mounted to a pipe or an enclosure that's very hot. And so you take the cool air and the heat of what it's mounted to, and it can generate a current. And they go into all the technical details about this. I always thought something like this would be possible. And uh, it's great to see there's actually a product on the market now that supports this. And um, congrats to uh, Grace Technologies on their acquisition. Now, uh, we're now we come to our sponsored product of today. This is my S7 PLC Level 1 course. I'm going to be working on this all week, uh, doing some uh, finishing up touches. I think I need to add some more. Um, I got all the quizzes in there. I need to add some more exercises. I got to release the uh, certificate. There's actually some new lessons I want to add to it as well, but I'll release the certificate first so all the 
enrollees can uh, go ahead and mock everything complete and get that certificate. But that is available at the automationschool.com. It's S7 PLCs level one. Now, as far as events, PNF has a new event coming up uh, tomorrow, actually. If you're looking at using their R1000 long range laser distant measurement device sensor, then uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Eastern, they're doing a webinar on it, setting it up and using it. And uh, these guys are great. We've had uh, uh, RC on the show many times, the Automation Podcast, to talk about products. And uh, so I wanted to share that event with you. Um, also wanted to remind you that uh, if you've missed any of our previous episodes of this show or any of our shows, you'll find them all at theautomationblog.com. We have a new episode coming out this afternoon. I still got to record the bumpers for it. But this new episode is with Schneider Electric, and we're going to be talking Modicon PLCs. I learned so much. So we all know about the original Modicon 084, but what are their current PLC line when it comes to like smaller systems or OEM uh, type systems? And, um, you know, so we got them on the show and their OEM group takes us through the uh, available PLCs, right? So the really low end to the medium and high end machine level PLCs. And then we actually uh, talk about the software too. So what software is available? Right, and what does the software do? What's it called, etc.? So uh, look for that around 3:30 this afternoon. From there, we go over to some videos. Uh, this video is from Schneider Electric. It's a video on their Harmony K cam switches. I'm not going to pull it up because it's going to pull up uh, YouTube. But in any case, um, I thought it was really good. If you're looking for any of these uh, cam switches and want to know like what it's, how it's built, and all the different options you have, great video there. Opto 22 released a new video as well, and it's about their, um, it's a new series actually. So we've all seen, uh, you know, we promoted on the show previously, their previous series, where to go through the Groove Epic uh, PLC and all the things you can do. Well, this is a more refined video series. It's kind of a, they're shorter videos. They're um, a lot of graphics, a lot of call outs, uh, a lot of zooms. So here we can see they're going in, they're going to go in and teach you how to you know, set up and manage accounts inside of the Groove Groove Epic using Groove Manage. So um, I thought it was really cool. I wanted to share it with you. If you're using, you know, Groove Epic uh, PLCs, check this out. From there, we go over to what's new with literature, documents, manuals, and whatnot. And we'll start with Rock Automation, who released several new uh, pieces of literature this week. Um, the first one was on their miniature circuit breakers and electronic protection modules. This is a selection guide, it's pretty in-depth, so if you're using any of those products, you may want to grab one of these. Um, next, we have a technical data on their relays and timers. This goes through all the specifications. You get all the charts here, you can see that there. So uh, detailed information there if you're using those products. They also released a new user's manual on their Control Logics Compute modules. Now these are like uh, computers in a module. And that, while a lot of people don't use them, um, those who do will be happy to know there's a brand new manual covering those products. They um, they start with 1756, it looks like CMS1B1, CMS1C1, D1, H1. So those are the model numbers there, or the catalog numbers. They also released a brand new reference manual for the Micrologics 1400. So, this is an older Micrologics. I believe it's the only one that's currently listed as active, maybe active mature on their uh, on their website. But uh, the Micrologics line is one of my favorites, and um, you'll find this new reference manual for the 1400 if you're still using it 
up there at ab.com. From there, we go over the Omron site. Now, Omron had a new uh, brochure on a product that I thought was really interesting, so I wanted to share it with you. This is an HD camera for industrial use, so maybe you want to monitor a machine, maybe you want to monitor your equipment um, or just your whole process. Um, this is a 1080p 60fps HD camera that you can see here, very small, it's like a little cube, and uh, you know it has. You can get it with HDMI or DVI output, or there's another version that does 3G SDI output. So I think most of us will do HDMI. Um, in any case, uh, very interesting product from Umron. So let's go to our next uh, literature here. Uh, Schneider Electric released a new catalog on their Multi-9 devices. If we scroll down here, you can see these are like, um, you get your miniature circuit breakers, you get your surge protection devices. So that's brand new. Then we also have a, a new uh, catalog on their EcoStructure Machine Expert software. So we go into this in great details this afternoon in the Automation Podcast where we sit down with the group, uh, the uh, folks from uh, Schneider Electric and talk about this in depth. And uh, if you want to know more, of course, you can grab the catalog here. But if you want to know more about the hardware and the software, we cover that in great detail this afternoon. So from there we go over to, they also have a brand new brochure out on their um, Harmony HMIs. These are the stainless steel versions, okay? So I think that's going to be the next episode we do with Schneider is talk about their HMIs, which I think I'm looking forward to. But in any case, that catalog is now available as well. From there, the final uh, document we have available, or new document I saw today of interest. Of course, we don't cover everything. Some of them don't really fall into industrial automation, you know, prime products. But uh, was the uh, manual for the Kiant's uh, VL700 series 3D scanner that we talked about earlier. I can't actually pull the manual up because they require your email address. But in any case, uh, if you are interested in that 3D scanner, that manual is up on their site now. Okay, from there, just uh, just a reminder that uh, everything we do, you'll find up at theautomationblog.com and all of the links I will post over at automate.news when the show is done. Um, I also just want to throw out there, if you want to support us, uh, we are only like a couple of supporters away over at automation.locals.com. The price to support us there is one cup of coffee a month. And uh, once we hit that new level, we'll be able to do uh, supporter-only live streams, which I'm looking forward to doing. Um, we'll probably do some Q&As and just, you know, what's going on behind the scenes here and talk about those things. But uh, we're only, uh, I think, two people away, two supporters away to get to that next level. So that's automation.locals.com. Another way, if you're not, not into, uh, you know, a monthly uh, pledge, you can support us by picking up our content collection. So everything we do at automationblog.com is completely free, right? And uh, one of the ways you can support us there is picking up our content collections. Now we have two eBooks. We have the Logics Book of Knowledge, which is an eBook I put together of all my Control Logics uh, 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 articles at the Automation Blog. And I also recently put together my Compact Logics e-guide that's on sale for $4.99. And that's a combination of all my Compact Logics uh, articles. And the difference between the two eBooks is the Compact Guide. I just took the current articles, put them together. I didn't go back and edit them all. So I, th I, I did make sure all the pictures were, were high resolution. We also have our video collections. I've added several new ones up here. For instance, if you want all of our uh, S7 videos that we've done, over 10 hours worth of video, lifetime access, lifetime streaming, lifetime downloads, 
999 on digital. So you'll see that in Control Logics, Compact Logics, and all the ones we've did, including seasons and collections, all up there. Just go to the automationblog.com forward slash TAB. Now, before we go, I do want to uh, mention that if you have seen some news that you don't think I covered, then I'd really love you to send me in a tip. And you can go to any, either website and click on the Submit a News Tip link that brings you this, this form here. You can tell me what you saw. You can say, hey, I want kudos for finding this. Or you can say, hey, I want to be anonymous. Either way works for me. Um, and uh, if you want to send feedback, you can also do that here or via contact. You can say, hey, Sean, your microphone stinks. I can't hear you. I couldn't see you. Your screen's messed up. This is the first episode of the live stream. So you can send me feedback here, too, if you want to. And with that, that is the end of our very first uh, live stream of the Automation Morning Show. I hope you all could hear me. I hope it got out to all the platforms correctly. And uh, I did record it here so I can send it out on the podcasting platforms. So all our followers on the podcast will get the audio edition. I'll try to be very, make sure I'm being very descriptive when I'm, uh, when I'm doing this because I want to make sure that, um, that the podcast audience, you're driving the work, you want to hear what's new to make sure it's uh, valuable for you too. I do see that there is somebody said, hey, in the chat. And I want to say happy, um, you know, hi to them as well. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read the chat. I'll have to make that a larger font so I can chat with you guys as I'm live streaming. But with that, that's it. I hope we did good. Let me know. And I want to wish you all a very safe, happy, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace. <laughs>